This episode is sponsored by Rulin Group. There are four gifts I've received over the years that really stood out, and the common link between all of them is each one was sourced through the Ruling Group. If you want to deliver amazing gifts that capture people's attention, go to GiversEdge.com to learn more. Welcome to the Grow My Revenue Business Cast with Ian Altman unconventional strategies for selling, innovation, and leadership. Ian interviews some of the brightest minds who share proven methods to help you achieve success and grow revenue with integrity. Every episode concludes with a quick recap of actionable steps you can take to deliver tangible, immediate results for your business. Now, here's your host, Ian Altman. Hey, it's Ian Altman. On this episode, I'm covering some key questions and topics that you need to know when you're dealing with your client. These are the kinds of things that are often overlooked. And it's amazing to me how often I work with clients, these seem like simple questions, but they just don't get answered, don't get addressed, and it really tends to make deals stall. And when you know the answers to these key questions, you can be dramatically more successful. So let's dive right in. So I was speaking to a client the other day, and they were talking about, we were reviewing a strategic deal, and I said, well, so, gee, what's going on? They said, well, it's kind of been stalled for a while. We're trying to come up with a good strategy to pursue this account, and we just want to review it with you. And I asked what I thought was a pretty simple question, and I said, well, why do you think the client would switch from what they're currently doing to you? And there was dead silence. And everyone on the call, it was a big conference call, everyone on the call started laughing. And the salesperson who had the account gave a very candid answer. He said, well, I think that they would change because of this. And I think they would do this. And I think they would do this. And he had a whole bunch of good explanations for why he thought they would change. And I said, well, when you say you think it's because of this and you think it's because of that, that tells me that we just don't know. And instead, we want to find out and we want to make sure that we know. And here's the thing. If you don't know why your client would change from whatever they've been doing to you, there's a pretty good chance that you're not asking the right questions and stimulating the right discussions during the sales process. So one of the first things you have to get a handle on is, from your own perspective, why would clients ever switch to you? Now, You might think to yourself, look, they're going to switch to us because we're going to be less expensive. And that is a dangerous trap to fall into. In fact, very often what happens is when it comes to pricing, the salesperson actually sets up the discussion to be about price. Because what will happen is they'll talk to a client and they'll say, oh, well, who are you using right now? And they say, oh, we're using XYZ. And they say, oh, XYZ, oh, that's great. Um, So let me ask you, when it comes to XYZ, how much are you paying now for their service? And the client says, oh, right now we're paying $10,000 a month. And the salesperson says, well, maybe we can do something better than that. Oh, man, it's just such a terrible thing to do because now you've just told the client that all that matters is price. And, of course, we know it has to do with a lot more than just price. In fact, I would argue that if you don't deliver great results, it doesn't matter what you charge, it's not a good deal. And you may even want to ask your client that very thing. So next time price comes up and someone says, oh, well, here's what these other people are paying. Can you guys beat that? 
you might say, well, my guess is no matter how much we charge, if we don't deliver amazing results, it's not a good deal, right? Yeah. So zero to 10, how comfortable are you with the results you're getting today? Now, if you can deliver better results for somebody, of course, they'd love to pay less, but we know in life it doesn't work that way. So if we know it doesn't work that way, then for the client, you could even say, look, I mean, we're going to deliver much better results than you're getting now. You're not expecting us to pay the same or less for that, are you? And of course, no one would think that. And now you get back to having a real conversation. So just recapping along the way here, the notion is first, we want to understand why your client would switch to you from their existing provider. And then we want to make sure we're never the ones bringing up price. Now, when it comes to why your client would switch, recognize that it's usually not, well, they would switch to us because they have 120 employees. They wouldn't switch to us because they have three office locations. They wouldn't switch to us because they're in the technology space. And ironically, those are the demographic details that a lot of businesses use when they're targeting customers. But instead, you need to think about why someone would switch to you because that gives you an idea of who to target for your ideal clients. So now if you know why someone would switch, it could be, look, when a company all of a sudden adds a lot of people, they tend to need human resources services on an outsourced basis. When people tend to be adding a lot of people, they need commercial real estate advisors who can help them secure more real estate. And so we start seeking the symptoms that are the reason why someone would switch rather than the old school approach of just demographic data. Now, the other question you have to ask yourself is this. This is something when I do strategic account reviews with my clients, we talk about all the time, which is, so why wouldn't they switch? What would be going on? What What would make them uncomfortable about dealing with you? Now, for example, for one of my clients, they've got amazing stuff. These guys do great work, and they're involved with a client who's got a huge project coming up, and compared to the other alternatives in the space, my client isn't as big of a company. And I said, well, so why do you think the client wouldn't pick you? And they said, well, the only reason they wouldn't pick us, I believe, is because we're not big enough. And I said, well, If that's the case, then we need to have that conversation early on. Let's ask them flat out, hey, listen, is the size of our company going to prevent you from being comfortable doing business with us? And you know what? They asked the question. The client said, yeah, you know what? I think it would. And they said, okay, well, so what if instead we helped advise you and help you select the other vendors since you're already comfortable with us? And then what if we rode alongside you and made sure that you got a good outcome from whichever big vendor you go with. And the client said, wow, that's a great idea. We thought you'd be reluctant. And here's the thing. Now, this organization, my client, is actually getting a good piece of business in an area where they are most valued. And they may, in fact, get a bigger piece of the overall pie, but the bottom line is they're focused in the area they're likely to win. Now, let's say you had a list of five reasons why people wouldn't do business with you. Well, you can either keep that yourself, or you could write about it. In fact, you could put that on your website that says, here are the five biggest reasons why you might not be comfortable working with us, and then actually explain why those may not be relevant. And you want to make sure that you're balanced. You want to make sure that you're unbiased. 
But the idea is that you want to hit those things front and center because the clients who truly are going to run into those objections and those barriers, you want to know that as early as possible. Because if you don't get that information on the table, then you run the risk of actually pursuing an opportunity that you're never going to win. That means you're wasting a lot of resources pursuing something that isn't ever going to generate revenue. So you want to make sure that you're identifying not only why your client would switch, but why they would not switch to you. And once you have that, then you start creating content around it, and it becomes a quest for you when you meet with clients. See, a lot of times people get confused about what type of information you need to collect when you're in a meeting. And really what you're trying to figure out is, is the person I'm speaking with, is the organization I'm speaking with, the type of client who's likely to do business with us, or aren't they? And if they're not, that's okay. It doesn't mean we'll never do business with them. Just we may not do business with them right now. And if it turns out that they are a good fit, then we want to make it clear where we can help them as quickly as possible. Too often what happens is people want to go in there and give their pitch. And they want to tell the client how great they are, but it really doesn't work that way. And instead, you want to figure out why someone would or wouldn't do business with you. So I just went through an experience um, buying a Tesla. And um, by the way, great car, a lot of fun to drive, and talk about something that sells itself. But as an electric car, my biggest concern was the range of the car, because it's full electric. I can't just stop at a gas station, so what do I do? And of course, I started leaning towards the highest capacity, so I wouldn't run out of um, electricity. And the salesperson said to me, well, do you do a lot of road trips? I said, no, not really. He said, but you may. He said, let me show you where our supercharger network is. And this is network of superchargers all across the country, all around the world, that they're like, you know, in most cases, less than 80 miles apart from one another. So you can literally go from place to place and you get these superchargers where you can basically recharge your battery pretty quickly and it's free. Tesla provides them at no cost whatsoever. As they said, yeah, you've already paid for it when you bought the car. Well, I went in there to buy the highest capacity, and it turns out I didn't need that at all. In fact, they convinced me that I needed probably the lowest capacity. And in Elon Musk's infinite wisdom, what they did was they made it so that you buy the lowest capacity, it actually puts in a battery that is 25% more than you're paying for. And if in the future you need that additional capacity, you just go online and add the capacity and they charge you a fee and then it opens it up via software because, see, they've made everything adaptable via software. So you think of it, it's almost like they've taken the concept of software as a service and put it into the car buying experience, which is a little bit scary, but, um, but a really cool thing. And as I said, the car pretty much sold itself. But the people at Tesla know what the big concerns are that people might have in buying an electric vehicle. And they address those right up front with their potential clients. So either someone says, no, I'm not comfortable with that, in which case it saved them a lot of time, or the client becomes comfortable, and then they know they have a real prospect in front of them. So those are the ways that you want to look at it. These are kind of non-obvious questions, but really you need to think about why would your client switch and why wouldn't they switch? So let me give you a quick recap of what we want to do. So the first thing is, don't make assumptions about why your client would switch or not switch. So make sure that you spend time 
talking to customers, especially people who recently purchased from you and say, hey, what was compelling that encouraged you to switch from your existing vendor to us? Also, do the same sort of thing for clients that you lost deals to and say, hey, what was it that caused you to stay with your existing provider or choose somebody else? Once you have that information, now you can start to develop patterns or detect patterns, and then start creating content around those conditions so that you can help customers be more comfortable and you can qualify in or out those opportunities much faster than normal. Remember, this show gets the direction from you, the listener. If there's a topic you want me to cover, if there's a question you've got, if there's a guest you think, oh man, Ian, you've got to have this person on the program, just drop me a note personally at Ian at ianaltman.com. People are always surprised. They drop me a note. They're like, wow, it's actually you responding. Yeah, it's not someone else. You drop me a note. I'll send you a reply. Have an amazing week, add value, and grow revenue in a way everyone can embrace, even your customer. Thank you for joining us each week for the Grow My Revenue Business Cast with Ian Altman. Unconventional strategies for selling, innovation, and leadership. Be sure to subscribe to our program on iTunes or Stitcher. Don't miss Ian's weekly newsletter and be a part of the conversation on growmyrevenue.com and via Twitter at GrowMyRevenue.